good place to start during Genesis, right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the earth. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the faces of the water. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, and it was good. And God divided the light from darkness, and called the light day. And the darkness he called night. So evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, that to divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made a firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, so the evening and the morning were the second day. And God goes down to the creation, right in the world, the stars, the moon, the sun, doing everything. He comes and he makes man. makes man. He says, let's make man as our image. Let him dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle of all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man as his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female. He blessed them. Chapter 2. Verse 8. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. How many's planted a garden? How many tried to plant a garden? <laughs> God, God planted a garden. That's cool. <laughs> eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And now the ground the Lord made every tree grow that is pleasant in the sight and good for food. He made every tree that is pleasant in the sight and good for food. And the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In the midst of the garden was the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. In the middle of it. Verse 15, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden, they tend and keep it, and the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you do eat, you shall surely good. And the Lord God said, Is not man good that man shall be alone? I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them in. This is Adam to see what he called them. He created a tree. He knows he never told the man not to eat the tree of life. He commanded not to eat the tree of not good and evil. Every tree was good for him. Did he eat of the tree of life? Nothing said. But God made it. He didn't form it, but God placed it there. Every other tree he made, that one he placed. The tree of life. He never told him, don't eat the tree of life. To me, that speaks of maybe immortality. But Adam and Eve were created in God's image. They were going to live forever anyway. We're going to create as we are. 
greet them as we are. He had eternal life. He was going to live forever until that day where he disobeyed and sinned in. That day, things changed. Changed for all of us. Go to verse 17, chapter 3. She saw that it was good for food, so pleasant to the eyes, and desirable. Two years ago, I was in the Philippines, and we were up in the mountains, and there were these beautiful trees, and they had these big flowers on them. And they were just beautiful. The flowers are just, oh, it's just sweet smelling flower. And there's a fruit that grows off of those flowers. It's durian. And durian comes out like a big cactus type of thing. And when they cut it open, it is whiter than white. Whiter than white. And it stinks. <laughs> they call it stinky fruit. <laughs> it stinks. It starts out being so beautiful. This beautiful flower, it smells, oh my gosh. And ends up this thing, and uh, being the being want to be a gracious there to my the people hospital they they said would you want some? And I said well sure. So they took this thing, they cut it open, big old white thing, they gave it to me to eat. I took a bite of that, turned purple, green, yellow, blue, every color, a rainbow, and. Uh, I was sick for three days. I belched. And they laughed at me because they knew it was going to happen to me. They knew it. Durian. Stinky fruit. That's what Eve ate. Stinky fruit. One of the ladies on our team were at the airport and she went to a gift shop. And they make everything out of this stuff. They have durian jellies and jams and candy. And she bought her husband a box of durian candy. Chocolate covered. She's now divorced. <laughs> Not saying it was because of the candy, but stinky fruit. Stinky fruit. But this whole scenario where the serpent's talking to her, it's all lies. God never said this stuff. And the woman saw the tree for food was good, pleasant, desirable. She ate it. She also gave it to her husband with her. Then their eyes were both open and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves, covering themselves together. Verse 19. God speaking. Talking to Adam. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you are taken, from dust you are, and from dust you shall return. Sound like a funeral. Dust to dust. This was the man who had eternity, immortality. And now God's saying, you're going to return to the dust of the ground where I made you from. <coughs> you're going to go back to it. Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Also, Adam and his wife 
the Lord clothed and made tunics of skin to clothe And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. Now, lest he put out his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground which he was taken. So he drove out the man and placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way of the tree of life. They could not return to eat to the tree of life. Protected. The tree of life is protected. Why? Immortality. You realize that we're all immortal, right? Right. We all face eternity. Used to have a sign on the streets. No man has promised tomorrow, just eternity. It's the truth. Mm. Talking to a young a guy in the pantry tonight. A pastor down in Goshen. He's out riding his bicycle and was hit by a car today and killed. Mm -hmm. Well, he was hit by a car? Yep. He was riding his bike? Yep. That's weird because my person no man's promise today or tomorrow but eternity you don't know I believe every one of us have a time reserved for us to go when is that I believe God he said that he's going to bless me I told my wife I said I said, for a while, I'd say, I'm going to live to be 126 years, 6 months, 3 days, and 27 minutes and 36 seconds. <laughs> I had it down. <laughs> and I'm finding out that that may not be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of maybe rethinking that a little bit. But God said he's satisfied with a long life. That's right. Until I'm done, I'm not done. That's right. And I got things I want to do. And one of them is going back down there with that young lady. And that young man. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yes. A couple years ago, we were meeting and uh, Darlene came in the, in the group and she said, Vanessa called and says, she's got 300 new students. That's a bit. And I got so excited. I mean, my spirit left. You know, I just, I got so excited. And there's a guy come to the fellowship, come to CLC, and I was talking to him, and when we were ministering downtown, he would go this occasionally. And he wanted me to see me go back and do that again. I said, that's not where God has me right now. Besides that, I got 300 new students at Betty's waiting on me. Oh, no, no, no. That's not good. I said, buddy, it don't get no better than that. They don't know me. They're fresh. They're a blank slate. I'm not done. God's taking me home until I'm done. I got too many people to mess with. I'm not, I'm not giving up until I'm done messing with everybody. When God calls me, I'll go. Adam's sin and death entered into the picture. Spiritually and physically. 
spiritually and physically. That's not the rest of the, that's not the whole story though, is it? No. That's the whole story? No. Go to Proverbs. Go to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 3. Verse 13. is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. From her proceeds are better than the profits of silver and her gains than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies and all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand and her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are pure pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are those who retain her. What's the tree of life? Wisdom. 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 The tree of life. Get wisdom. See, I got all gray hair. Doesn't mean we're really wise, Mike. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I've earned every one of mine. You have too, brother. But wisdom. Take hold of it. So Adam had the tree of life in the garden. And he wanted to be like God. What was Solomon's prayer? What he asked for? Of all the things he could have. What give me wisdom. Was it wisdom to go and eat the fruit that his wife gave him? They say love is blind. It is true. I'm glad. I thank God my wife was blind when she met me. <laughs> That's very true. This is very true. Yeah. Very true. Now she's stuck. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 11. <laughs> Verse 30. 1130. The fruit of righteousness is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. The fruit of righteousness. What's the fruit of righteousness? What's the fruit? Fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. What you produce. Serving the Lord. The New Living Testament says the seeds of good deeds become a tree of life. <laughs> Go to the book of James. We're going to be running 
I know Jeremy likes to run. Matt runs. without your works, and I will show you my faith with my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know a foolish man what faith without works is dead? Faith without works is dead. Yeah. Gotta have works. Let's go to Isaiah. Flip to Isaiah. That's Old Testament. I don't think you can separate the two. Chapter 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach good times to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion. Give them beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning. To garner praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness. Trees of righteousness. The fruit of righteousness. Preaching the good news. That's fruit of righteousness. Healing the broken heart. That men may see your good deeds and glorify God. That's what the pantry is all about. Yes. Basically. I told uh, Eric, he said all the food is all we're doing there is all we're doing is chumming the water. It's baked. That's all it is. <coughs> I think we use use to bring people in so you can talk to them, you can minister to them. It's baked. Anybody go fishing, deep to fishing, what do you do? You throw, you, throw, you throw stuff over the water, right? Over the side, you chum the water to get the fish to come in. That's all it is. But they may see your good deeds. That they can come in and hear the Spirit of God, feel the Spirit of God. That they can feel the love of God. That their heart might be changed. Your good deeds. Tree of righteousness. Tree of life. Why you do it? Because you love God. Thank you for all you who serve in the pantry. Yes. Amen. Yes. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Today we had an awesome time. We had a cookout. Had a good time. A lot of work. What's the soul work? 
What's the soul worth? I've been told many, many times, yes, many times, they want people want to see fruit. You'll never see the fruit to get to heaven. I believe that on my heart. You never know the word that you speak, how it's going to touch your heart. You never know. You never know. And the person you're talking to is probably not the one you're really talking to in the front next place. Well, that's true. It's the person standing behind listening to the words that you're speaking. It's true. You never know. You never know. So you go and you proclaim and you give your you give your testimony. You share with the people your heart, God's heart. And they see God's heart in you. They'll touch their heart. Effect changes in them. How long does it take a seed to grow? You plant something in the ground. Depends on what it is. Conditions gotta be right. Right? I plant I plant all kinds of stuff in my garden. Only problem is it rained for forty days and forty nights. <laughs> Too much rain. Yeah. Too much rain. Conditions of the soil's got to be right. The sower sows the seed, right? And the conditions got to be right for him to sow that seed. And some of the seed fell on good ground. And it took root. And it sprung up and bore fruit. Got to have the right amount of water. Yeah. It's got to have the right amount of sunshine. Yeah. It's got to have the right nutrients. Yeah. Temperature. All these things got to go into it mm-hmm. for that seed to come forth. You plant a seed in somebody's heart. Mm-hmm. You plant the word of God in somebody's heart. What's it take? It takes the rain of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. It takes the fire of the Holy Ghost. The heat. Right. Takes the nutrients, more word, to bring forth the fruit. And our problem is, I found somebody the other day, our problem is, I got this apple tree in my backyard. The thing never had apples on it. I had two of them. And one was just giving me a fix, because every time I walked in the garden, slapped me in the head, and the apples were always getting nasty. I cut it down. I got rid of it. The other tree, this year, it's loaded with apples. Absolutely loaded with apples. And I went up the other day, and there's a big old green apple hanging there. I went up there, I went, and my wife says, don't pull that apple off of there. It's not ripe yet. <laughs> Our problem is, that apple sure looks good, and we want to pull it off. Mm-hmm. The problem is, it's not that fruit's not ripe. They say when an apple gets ripe, you just go up and touch it, and it'll fall in your hand. We got a lot of people in church who said a prayer, but the condition wasn't right. What happened to them? Where are they at? 
said a prayer. Petition's got to be right. Where'd that come from? The fruit of righteousness is the tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. Mm -hmm. The wisdom mm -hmm. of how to win a soul. We plant seeds. What's the small? What's the largest tree? What's the smallest seed? Mustard, mustard, mustard seed. seed. <laughs> but it grows into this monster. Doesn't do it overnight. Jeremiah. We were in Jeremiah last week. Same chapter, chapter 17. My, this is one of my favorite verses in Scripture. Which chapter did you say? 17. Chapter 17. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and those who, whose hope is in the Lord. He shall be like a tree planted by water. Mm -hmm. Verse 8. Which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when he comes, and its leaves will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding its fruit. Mm -hmm. You plant yourself by the rivers. Where's the Spirit of God moving? How many here think CLC's perfect? No. <laughs> How many of you have been to a perfect church? I went to one one time. <laughs> one time. I walked in and became imperfect. Because we're imperfect people. I know a lot of people go in, they go to church, and something happens and they run off. I believe you plant yourself in a church. Amen. You plant yourself in the body. You let your roots go down deep into the water, the living water. And you grow. You grow. Storms are going to come. I don't care where you're at. Storms are going to come. But I tell you what, if you're planted deep and your roots go deep, you may lose branches, but you'll stand. You can withstand the storms. Anybody been through storms in your life? They do come. But I tell you what, when they come, if you're in a body planet, you got a support system. You got people who will pray with you and help you. Family. Plant yourself. Put those roots down deep. I've lost many branches. I've lost many branches. We've lost many, many branches. But we're still standing. You listen to the Spirit of God. Church I was in a while back. God, God, was, God was calling me into evangelism and I was going downtown and I was bringing people to church who weren't <sighs> they were dirty they 
stank. They weren't welcome. But that's where God called me to. That's what we were doing. And uh, God called me, actually called me out of the church. Because I could not go any further than what God is calling me to do. And I fought him on it. Because right. this is the church where I got, I grew up at. I didn't want to leave. But God was calling me out. It was a hard thing to leave. Hard thing to leave. So I went to another church. God, God calls you out. That's a different thing. He calls you home from England. You obey God. But you come here, you plant. Mm -hmm. You get the blessing of where you leave from. You never leave out the blessing. If God calls from here, I want his blessing on me. Amen. I'm not just going to run out the door and hide. Amen. And not return. I'm going to call, I'm going to come and sit down and talk to him and tell him this is what God's telling me to do. Amen. That's the right way to do things. That's scriptural. That's kingdom. If you love that man, you honor him. Yes. You go to him. Yes. You have issues with him? Go to him. Go to the leadership. What's one we always quote? Matthew 18? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Have an issue with a guy. Matthew 18 came up. He sent me a text. If you have out against your brother, you send him a text. <laughs> right? <laughs> if he doesn't respond to you, you put it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I text all the time. Yes, he does. If I have if I have problems, I'm coming to you. Because there's something about going eye to eye. Yeah. There's no emotion in a text. That's right. You're right. There's no there's no commitment to it. I can say whatever I want. There's nothing I can I can. It's it's just not right. Accountability. There is none. But be a tree planted. Plant your roots deep. This is all free, okay? <laughs> planted by the water. Proverbs, back to Proverbs. You gotta keep going. I gotta keep you flipping, keep you guessing. 15. Verse 4. Mm -hmm. 15, 15. Proverbs 15. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? What does wholesome tongue mean? I think it has something to do with speech and what comes out of your mouth. I think that goes back to James. About the tongue, no man can tame. And out of it comes blessing and cursing. I bless you, I mean, I'm with you, brother, but I walk away from you. Wholesome, it's a tree of life. Watch your words. Watch your words. Watch how you talk about each other. Gossiping, backbiting, backstabbers. It's an abomination of the God. 
I'm not gossip. I'm just saying I have prayer request. <laughs> wow. It's not gossip. Wow. I'm very particular about who we send out prayer requests to. I'm very particular. I'm very selective. I don't want everybody to know my business. Right. I don't know where they're going to take it to. Yeah. I send it out right. to people who I, who I trust and That's who right. I know love me. Amen. And have my interest at heart. Yeah. A wholesome time. Mm-hmm. The power of life and death. How many times I told somebody, would you just quit saying that? I go back to my buddy Shane. I first met Shane and I started ministering, doing stuff with him. The man cussed like a trooper. He still slips. It's okay. Big time. Big time. And I said, told him one day, I said, just instead of saying that, just say, Help me, Jesus. That's where the help me, Jesus came from. So he just started saying, help me, Jesus. He started saying something, help me, Jesus. And then one day I had to take him someplace else. And he, he got his notebook out. And he, wanted to, he started asking me about prayer. I told him, I said, man, you pray more than anybody I know. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, you're always saying, help me, Jesus. <laughs> he never looked at it that way. He was crying out for help. And God did. And he is. Then one night, he texted me, thank you, Jesus. That's a changed heart. That's a changed heart. It's the fruit. Now, why don't you go to Revelations? So we start a book of beginnings. Let's go back to the end of the book. Chapter 2. Verse 1. The loveless church, it says. To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands, I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars, and you have perceived and have patience and have labored in my, for my name's sake, and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you. That's not good. Mm-hmm. That you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place. Unless you repent, 
For this you have, that you hate the deeds of Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat of the tree of life. Which, in, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. The tree of life went from the Garden of Eden and planted in the paradise of God. That's where it's at. In the paradise. Which is what? Garden. Chapter 22. To him who overcomes, and how do you overcome? I'm above the land. Where are your testimony? Where are their testimony? They love, not love, the life you love their life not unto death. <coughs> chapter one, verse chapter twenty-two, verse one. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street and on either side of the river was the tree of life which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the trees were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And a servant shall serve them. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their forehead. There shall be no light there. They need no lamp nor light of sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. In the chapter, verse 2 he says in the middle of the street on either side of the river was the tree of life on either side of the river was the tree of life that means there's more than one more than one I saw that this I got something I said I got up this morning I had questions about the tree of life because the fruit about the fruit 12 fruits how can it be 12 fruits in one tree now I start raining again. There wasn't just one tree. They're on both sides of the river. And so I start looking at it, start reading, and start getting my stuff, my books out. And one commentator says a whole, like a park of these trees. And once a month, this tree bears this fruit, and this tree bears this fruit, and this one has. And what are you doing? You're, you're getting the wisdom. You're getting the healing. You're getting all the stuff that you need, the knowledge. You're getting all the stuff. I believe that this is a training ground for heaven. Amen. I believe when I get there, I'm going to have a job to do. I hope I'm a court chester. <laughs> you know why? Because I'll be right at the foot of God. Come on. The fruit. What was the manna? In the wilderness, God provided manna. They never seen it. What did the manna mean? What is it? What is it? They didn't know what it was. What was it? We never seen nothing like this before. It was the angels. I think it was a protein bar. Was it a protein bar? It sustained them. 
Well, it had everything in it. It had everything, everything good. They didn't know what it was. It wasn't must have been enough because they complained. They wanted meat. God provided. He provided. Chapter 12, verse 12. Revelations 22, 12. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life, and may enter through the gates into the city. Adam was put out the gates so he could not get to the tree of life. He was banned. But he overcomes by the blood of the Lamb who does his commandments have the right to the tree of life and you can enter the gates and eat of it. Jesus reversed the curse of Adam. He reversed the curse of Adam. Adam disobeyed. Jesus obeyed. Disobedience to obedience. Being kicked out of the gate, out of the garden, to be invited back into the garden. What I find this is so cool is that we're going to be sitting there enjoying the fruit in the presence of God. In His presence. When we overcome. How do you overcome? By the blood of the Lamb or testimony. Prove yourself faithful. Do deeds of righteousness. Watch your tongue in the words that come out of your mouth. Love your brother. Prefer each other of yourself. Don't be a normal Christian. People here, you know what? I, you know what I mean by that. Somebody. Why are we killing your people? The world is full of normal Christians. I don't want to be normal. Some people say I'm not. That is a good thing. I got the thinking also. The tree in the garden represented the cross. If not mistaken, there's a man who hung on a tree. He said, and Cursed is every man that hangs upon the tree in Galatians. Cursed is he. Jesus took our curse. He took it. He was cursed for our sake. I started writing this down yesterday. I just, I got. Jesus is the tree of life. He was hung on a tree for you and for me. He cried, it is finished. Once and for all, for all to see. He descended into hell into captive captivity and set the saints of old free. And on the third day, he burst out of the grave. And to all who accept him, he gave the power to become the sons and daughters of God. To eat of the fruit of the tree, of which is in the presence of God. 
we'll get the honor of eating of that tree that Adam never got to eat of. We'll have the privilege of going through that gate and getting that apple or that orange or that mango. Or that stinky fruit, if you like. <laughs> the tree of life. It's in the presence of God. That's where it's at. It's in heaven. God planted it. He took it back for us. John 10 10. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Verse 7. And Jesus said to them again, Most surely I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. Call whoever come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life, that they may have it more abundantly. Jesus is the door. He's the gateway to the tree of life. He came to give us life, and not just that life, but life more, more abundantly. More abundantly. We like more. We get by. But he's got abundance. He's got the abundance for us. So don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Amen. 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 The tree of life. Don't hold back in serving God. Can't get your passport. <clears throat> Serious. Whoever, you don't have a passport. God tells you to go, you can't go. You got you're waiting on someone else to take care of before you get your passport. You gotta be ready. We're in a church that's blessed. I'm honored for Mike and Debbie to be here and Matt and Vanessa, Lonnie and Darlene, missionaries. Mm -hmm. How many have been on a mission trip? <laughs> it's a missions church. It's a missions church. We love missions. We're blessed by it. These people are honoring. This is these are the these are the people who go into all the world and proclaim the gospel. What does go mean in Greek? Did you ever, did you ever study it? It means go. It means go. <laughs> Do an in-depth study. Do a real in-depth study on the word go in the Greek. Aramaic. Go means go. Sometimes he just don't mix words. But if you really break it down, go means this. On this journey that you have chosen to take with Jesus, 
Share the gospel at every given opportunity. That's going. Wherever you go, there's an opportunity to share. You share the gospel. That's going. It's not going to Mexico or Scotland or any place. I'll, I'll do it when I go there. Don't work that way. We're all called to share. We're all witnesses. That's why he came and died. There's got to be more to church than just coming to church. What is it? It's people. It's people. You get a hold of God's heart. God's heart is for people. For God to love the world. That he gave his only begotten son. God loves the world. I can go to you can go to church all day and every conference and keep your thing built up. There's more to life. There's more to the kingdom. We want to be building kingdom builders, right? I'm not worried about building up CLC. Jesus said, I'll build my church in the gates of hell. We build the kingdom. We built the kingdom. How you do that? One soul at a time. Mm-hmm. Amen. One soul at a time. Amen. So Father, we thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to share. Mm-hmm. I thank you for the word, Lord God. And God, we look forward to eating of the tree of life. That fruit that you prepared for us eons ago. The very foundations you created, you made it. And God, it's in your presence. God, one of these days, we're going to be taking a stroll by that river in your kingdom, in that park, and see that fruit and how it's beautiful and how it's just, I got to have it. And it's good and it refreshes and it restores. There's going to be a banquet table in heaven, so we're going to be eating. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to be eating manna. I hope. <laughs> Hope I'm not eating a protein bar. I'm going to give you a hubcap, Matt. There you go. Feast. He's prepared this for us. And we'll be sitting in his presence. Pastor, thank you for the honor of teaching this past couple of weeks. I really appreciate it. I'm deeply humbled. Pastor, Jeremy. Father, we thank you for the day. Thank you for your blessings. Yeah. Thank you for all those represented here. God, that you move in our hearts, God. God, that you grow so. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. The Praise spirit God. of the bride say, come. Mm-hmm.